dismiss the disrespect. I was sitting here cooking dinner and I just was flooded with memories of a time in my life where ladies, this is a topic I've never really talked about publicly, but a time in my life where I just allowed so much disrespect and here I am now. And as I was cooking, I just heard dismiss the disrespect. I am tired and I will no longer accept disrespect in my life. And and, and it's sad that that is a revelation, but then I had to be honest, that is a new principle for me. It is one I feel strongly about, but it's also rooted in some stuff that I dealt with, that I accepted, that felt foreign to my body. It didn't feel good to my spirit. And if I'm honest, it was the root of something I had not dealt with. And you're probably thinking like, what do you mean by disrespect? For most of us, and it's me, I'm, I mean, I'm raising my hand right now. For me, it came at the hands of a lover. And I sat in the kitchen and I just started screaming like, why? What made me think that he was worthy of that type of behavior and treatment? Why did I accept that? What was wrong with me that allowed that level of disrespect? And I said it to myself and I say it now as my mantra. I live this, I believe this, but I will forever dismiss all disrespect. Nothing is worth it. Nothing is worth that gut punch you get when you accept something you know isn't right. It goes against your core beliefs. It's that complete opposite of what you were taught. I mean, ladies, now that I sit back and look at it, I can't even believe it, it actually makes me mad, right? So my so today my lesson is coming from anger, but also in a place of forgiveness to myself because I allow a behavior I knew wasn't right, but I stayed because I thought that maybe just if and then, and here I am. Upset, full of regret, mad. I'm so mad, y'all. I want to pick up the phone about something somebody did to me two years ago. You did this on January 15, 2018, and I want to let you know I'm still mad. (laughs) But for real, because as I sit down now, I'm a reflective person. I can't believe I allowed it. I think about a time um, just going there, because I told you I would, I was dating a guy and I helped pay for his birthday party with his sisters. And I had been working extremely hard on this party, y'all. And I'm talking, I'm working like a dog for this man's party because it's important to me. And then I remember, um, I didn't even have time to get dressed because I had gotten all these special things to make the party special. And and I remember getting there and I'm running around. I just, I don't look nice because I'm trying to make sure his stuff is nice. And in walks his ex-girlfriend. And I'm livid and I can't, and I, and I'm livid. I asked like, well, what's going on? They're like, oh, well, yeah, we invited her because we want her to be here. And I remember being insanely mad at the time and going off. But now that I look back, I didn't go off like I should have. I didn't stand on my ground at that moment and make it a choice. Either you choose and it's no disrespect to her, but it is. In that moment, I should have made it clear 
that that level of disrespect went against my boundaries. And those were two words that I take away from that lesson, from that moment, from that relationship that I take with me everywhere I go. I dismiss the disrespect and I protect my boundaries, even if it means I have to leave. And some of us need to be reminded of that. Some of us are literally sitting in parties with people we know we shouldn't be in the party with for the sake of somebody else, for the sake of not looking like the crazy one, for the sake of going along to get along. When now that I look back at it and I'm reflective, it serves me no purpose. I didn't enjoy the party. I paid for the party. I, uh, I, I mean, I can't think of one benefit I got all night other than to sit there and swallow my pride because I allowed the disrespect. Ladies, think about this. Really think about the time. And yeah, I'm using the concept of a lover, but what are the spaces and places that you are in when they completely disrespect your entire being? The, the thought of you being there, your words, your presence, what you bring to the table is being completely devalued and dismissed. Will do them a favor, but more importantly, do yourself a, a favor. Dismiss yourself. Dismiss the disrespect, I promise you. So that way, when you're looking back at incidents and times and places and, and jobs and spaces and all these different things, you're proud of yourself. You don't have that moment when you're in the kitchen cooking and you get so filled over anger, you're in the kitchen screaming. I can't believe I let them. But if I'm honest, they didn't do anything to me that I didn't let them. I have the control of my destiny. God gave me the wisdom and the power to create boundaries and to protect those boundaries. And sometimes, ladies, and I'm gonna put this out there for some of us, it might not apply to you, but for those that it do, that desire to fit in is contradictory to your boundaries. Sometimes that little girl of you who still wants to sit at the cool kid table You have to realize that if it comes at the cost of your peace and your value and your worth, dismiss yourself. You walk away and you understand that this is a level of disrespect that is unhealthy for me. It is not, does not feel good to my spirit. It does not feed my soul. My mind cannot understand it and make peace with it. And more importantly, my heart. My heart is troubled by this. And so therefore, no matter how bad I want to be here, no matter how bad I think I should be here, and even more importantly, no matter how much they say they want me there, if it's disrespect, do yourself a favor and dismiss yourself. All right, ladies, you uh, first of all, I want to apologize for my voice. If you can hear, um, I am fighting a a, a sinus um, infection. And so my voice is a little scraggly, but I'm not going to let that stop me. I want to talk about something today that for me hits home in a special way, especially during this season. Um, just a little kind of insight. I, like I said, 
when we were talking about the podcast, I wanted to personally make sure that I was being transparent and giving you all more of myself. And so for me, the holidays are a very difficult time. My family and I don't really celebrate the holidays. Um, We've been trying to force ourselves to get into it. And I think that's by peer pressure of Brittany, who always gets on us like, you guys should do something. Um, And so just kind of a little background into that my grandmother who is the matriarch of our family like many of um your families as well she passed during christmas season and so it's always been this reminder that um of of a loss of a devastating loss that we took and so we always find ourselves just kind of falling into the slump without even ever communicating it to each other without you know making an agreement we just find ourselves in this place and so this year which is actually ironic um that Of all the years, especially given the year that we've had in 2020, we have been um, committing to making sure that we fight for joy. And so when I talk about joy, J-O-Y, many of us sung songs about joy when we were children. We see it all over the TV right now and all over, you know, um, just, you know, J-O-Y, joy. But for me... I am giving myself the reminder that I'm giving you all always make room for joy. And this season, you know, it's been very difficult for most families. We're getting ready to prepare for Christmas like we've never had before. And so what are the ways that we can look around and say, even in the midst of, you know, what, where is our J-O-Y? Where's our joy? If you have the layer living planner, which you should, and if you don't, you need to get it. Uh, but in the weekly section, we have a, a, a space for you all that's called Jots and Joys. Brittany and I uh, particularly wanted to have a space there that you all could remember your joys through the week. I don't know that we we really embrace and celebrate our many joys and that those joys can add to an overall level of, you know, just happiness and contentment. And and sometimes days can be so rough that it feels like we've not had any joy all week. And I don't know about you guys, but here lately, it seems easier to forget our joys than to celebrate our joys. So using the Layer Living Planner, using the space in there that's designed for your jots and your joys, you know, looking around your family, and your friends and finding ways that you can always make room for your joy. You know, I've been kind of, you know, calling myself doing check ins with cheer. How can I check in on a daily basis and make sure I'm purposely either inviting cheer into my life, I'm spreading cheer to others, or I'm celebrating the cheer that I've had or I've already experienced? When I look around right now, like I said, for my family, we are always kind of by humbug right now. Like, you know, we, we never hang stockings, we never do the traditional Christmas thing. Um, but I also. I've noticed that that seems to be the norm right now. I can't say that I see the level of excitement and joy and and just anticipation for the Christmas season that I always do. And like I said, for me, it's normal. But I then 
when I look around, I see others doing it. It's actually kind of disheartening. It, and it's almost like we've allowed the weight of 2020 to wear us down so low and so heavy that we're not even fighting our way through some of the sorrow. And, you know, let's be clear, we've had a rough year, even for the holidays. This will be a year with like a Christmas like we've never celebrated, you know, even for those of, you know, us who may be antisocial, even the one who's like, I don't even want to go home for Christmas. Well, it's one thing not to want to go home for Christmas, but it's a whole nother thing when you can't go home for Christmas, when grandma and grandpa literally can't let you in the house, when your mom because she may have, you know, a pre-existing condition, will have to spend Christmas alone or your cousins that you normally, you know, the favorite cousin you see every year. This year, it may be by Zoom. So we definitely have reason to feel the way that we feel, but I'm pushing you all, like I'm pushing myself to get up out the bed, change your attitude, even though it may be justified and find a way to fight for your joy. As we make time and we make room for everything else, as we get to the table, we bring our best macaroni and cheese. You find your best outfit to sit in the living room, right? As you prepare to set up the Zoom calls and Zoom games to check in, make sure you bring joy to the table with you. Always especially right now as we prepare for 2021 with all-time anxiety as we attempt to prepare for our best year don't forget to make room and always invite joy j-o-y joy until next time ladies